This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode number 141 of the Holland Assets Podcast. I am Craig over there. He's Chris. How's it going, Chris? It's going well. How you doing, Craig? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I, I'm really looking forward to today's episode because we're talking about October financials and you promised, you promised me in the last episode that I'd be happier today than I was for the last 18 four, financials episodes. Four months. Well, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Definitely better than the last four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing uh, October 2023 financials today. Hopefully the numbers are looking a little better than they have been uh, <clears throat> in the past. Uh, let's see, before we get started, want to remind everybody to go to hollandassetsllc.com, check out full show notes, make your comments there. You can find, you know, links and, and documents like for today's episode, all these financial documents, uh, the profit and loss statement, it's all there. You can check that out at hollandassetsllc.com. You should also go to motorcarrierhq.com. Go grab one of those uh, t-shirts that Chris is wearing right now. I'm not repping. I'm... <laughs> I'm a bad shill. You bad influence. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway, so motorcarrierhq.com. Uh, obviously, lots of other tools and resources that I mention every other time. Uh, don't want to forget that. All right, Chris, before we do numbers, any uh, how are things going out on the road? Oh, I wanted to ask you, how are things going with dispatching? You said you were going to add some more trucks in November to your roster. Yeah, I, I was out of town most of last week, so um, we actually put that off till this week. Mm. So I, I've, I've taken a couple other trucks on. I actually haven't booked a load for them yet. Um, they, they The loads that they're currently on are finishing up in a few days. And um, I've, I've started looking for loads for them, but haven't uh, haven't booked anything for them. But it's, it's going really well, still learning a lot. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing a few things. Like I spent some time, um, with October's numbers. I'm, I'm trying to hone into a little more exact figure, especially with us running a higher number of miles this month, what our cost per mile mm. is. And it's, you know, the, the more miles you run, those fixed costs get spread out over a, a, right. a greater number of miles. And so that can really cause your, um, your cost per mile to fluctuate. A, a, a decent bit. Um, so I, I, I'm kind of trying to figure that out so I can use that number to kind of make some better decisions on, you know, when am I willing to take a load for a little bit lower rate, um, at least cover some of the costs to get me out of a bad area. So I, learning some of those things and um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Maybe, maybe the next episode I might hmm. um, start to talk some of the lessons I'm learning on dispatching. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate an episode like that. Um, excellent. Anything else, uh, any other updates that you want to give us before we do numbers? Um, guess what I get to do right after we get done recording? What? Uh, drive a truck. I'm going to go drive a truck. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go deliver a load to, uh, to the beloved Walmart. Nice. The, the, yeah. You the, know what Walmart's kind of the massive distribution yeah, center here big, in Utah. Yeah. Big distribution center. Yeah. What? 30, 40 miles away from where we are. It's, yeah. uh, so not a whole lot of miles, but uh, Walmarts are, they're usually a lovely trip. They're kind of like your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, not ex, like your boyfriend <laughs> or girlfriend that you're in a bad relationship. You just can't really end because, you know. I'm sensing some sarcasm and a little yeah. bit of cynicism in there, Chris. Yeah, maybe heavy on the cynicism. You know, Walmarts are just, you, you can 
basically count on you're going to be there for at least four hours. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like, it's one of those things they're, um, yeah, they're, it's all about them. Yeah. They're going to do whatever is best for them. They don't really care about my time. Right. Well, yeah. I care about your time, Chris, and that's why we have a library of 140 other episodes <laughs> that you can listen to while you're waiting. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have some waiting time. <laughs> I could listen. Uh, all right. Well, good luck on the Walmart run, I suppose. Uh, should we do some numbers? Let's do it. Let's, let's, just let's do some jump numbers. Right in. Yeah. This is the quickest we've gotten to them in a while. Chris, you promised me sunshine, butterflies. Uh, I believe roses are opening in November or October, I guess these numbers are. Okay, tell tell me the story. Let's start with um, the total miles run in October. Um, 128,771 miles, Whoa. which is a good 20,000 miles more than we've ever done, which is, it's, it's pretty awesome. October's, that's on 11 trucks, right? That's on 11 trucks, yeah. Okay, well, uh, 28. Wow. Right around 110 was our our last record. It's mm-hmm. been several months since we've done that, but um, it, it was, you know, it was awesome to see that high of a number. You're going to see October, like there's a lot of good things that happened in October, but uh, it's not quite as good as I was hoping for. Mm. Well, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to the, the solid numbers. As yeah. far as the miles run, I actually kind of want to stick on this just a little bit and ask about why that is. Uh, and, and I, as I'm thinking through it, it's kind of sounds just seasonal, right? Kids are back in school. There are no major holidays until the 31st, and even then, it's a working holiday. Um, So, you know, people are banking up their vacation time to use during the Christmas season. Is is that all we attribute it to? Is just more people are working longer hours in October? I I, yes and no. I I think a lot. Well, a lot of it is because we had a driver in every truck for the entire month. Like we, right? You know, every truck was full. And everybody drove hard. And and that's probably part of it. You know, nobody had to be home for vacations or, you know, there there were some little vacations, but nothing, nothing big in there. It, it's kind of interesting. I think this is the first time this has ever happened. Every last truck drove at least ten thousand miles. Yeah. That's which is is pretty cool. They averaged almost twelve as a group. So obviously some were higher than twelve, some were lower. But uh, you know, that's everybody ran pretty dang hard yeah yeah that's really cool i i love hearing good records yeah. i know we've set some bad ones recently uh but yeah that's a good record to have so one hundred twenty-eight thousand miles um and how much of that was deadhead so the, the deadhead is is definitely the highest raw number we've ever had and, it, and the percentage was actually pretty high as well so it was eleven thousand three hundred ninety-eight miles okay which yeah, that's, is that's a lot almost nine percent eight point nine percent and it is, that's the, the longest we've had in a while. So because it was, you know, that number is different than, you know, kind of what I was expecting. I, I looked into it a little bit more. We actually had more like really long deadheads than we've, we've ever had. And when I say really long, like over 150 miles, like I, we had a few that were over 300 miles, which wow. is pretty, like we usually don't have a, a 300 mile deadhead. We had a couple of them. You mentioned last time that uh, some of that deadhead is because we're in the Salt Lake City area. And I don't know why I said Salt Lake City area. So weird, but we're in the Salt Lake City area and it's harvest up in eastern Idaho and mm-hmm. elsewhere in Utah as well. Yeah. Uh, so is that what that was? A lot of driving up the, to Idaho? There's a little bit of that. Yeah. A, a little bit of the deadhead up in Idaho to pick up potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was some of it. Okay. But, yeah. but even 
that that's not the biggest culprit it, you know getting back east and just with the way the freight market is and, and tough it's like you're just having to go further to find roads so is there anything you feel right now like you can do about that number for the next month or is that just hey this is one of those things that happens sometimes that's a that's a good question yes i do think there's things that we can we can do for it and we're, we'll talk a little bit about this we'll, you know one of the things is, is a a little bit trying to get some direct shipper loads mm, so right. like for instance if we you know take a load to north carolina um and there's not a whole lot of freight coming out of North Carolina and we have to go to Atlanta, you know, that's a, that's a pretty big, yeah. that's a pretty big drive to get there. Um, so, you know, finding some better relationships in some of the areas where we're the, the consistently system. delivering yeah. to will, will help. And I, that's actually one of the things I want to talk about after we get through the numbers. Okay. All right. Well then let's keep going through the numbers uh, based on that. What do we have for total revenue, Chris? I, um, I this, don't even have a full number. This is actually an exciting number. Is I, it? Yeah, two hundred seventy-four thousand. Oh, I, I typoed two hundred seventy-four thousand. I've got it in two places. We're good. So again, <laughs> two hundred seventy-four thousand five hundred ninety-two dollars. And I didn't do the sentence. Oh, Chris. Well, I did, what? but it, is this is this a lost episode? Do yeah. I just shut it off now? No, and, no. <laughs> I, we yeah, we missed the pennies this time. <laughs> All right, so 274. I feel like I failed you. How I failed you, Greg. <laughs> you know what? You really have. No, I'm sorry. I, it's this would be this would be like me not having a quip or a joke ready at a moment's notice. So in my in my notes where I normally put it for some reason I've deleted the last three digits. And then where I've got it summarized, where I track it regularly, yeah. it's rounded. So oh. it doesn't have the pennies. So sorry. Well, let's deal further, with it. We're, we're going to further round it and call it 275. Uh, we'll round up, oh. call it 275K. Uh, is that a record? That's a that record. Is a, that by that's, that's a almost $50,000. I was going to yeah. say, that's huge. So more miles and the, the total rate per mile on average was was better than it has been. So yeah, that's a... we. We had a pretty good month as far what as is revenue that, goes. That rate per average, it or was rate per mile, two dollars and thirteen cents a mile. Okay, so yeah, it's been a few months. It feels like that we were sub two dollars. Yeah, that was that was scary and painful. Yeah, it's it's been four months since we've had a number this high, and there's only been two months in the entire year that we've been that we've broken that two thirteen. So, um, it it it's better, and and a lot of that is. You know, I I don't think so much of that is because of a change in the market per se, but it's we're getting more and more a higher percentage of our our loads, our direct shipper, you know, specifically the stuff coming out of Utah. Like I think in the last month or two, like all of our outbound loads or very, very close to it have been yeah. from our direct shippers getting really good rates. So is the the better rates from direct shippers, is that just because Hey, they're willing to pay a little bit extra if they don't have to worry about going onto the spot market and finding the next guy to take the load. Uh, wh why is that that they pay better? And I know this is a question I should have asked about a uh, hundred episodes ago, but I'm I'm curious. It, no, the the biggest piece actually is because you're you're cutting out the middleman instead oh, right, of working right. with a broker. You don't have to th pay the that broker. broker's probably getting to you know two seventy five a mile. That same mm, yeah that higher rate, but they, they keep their, they cut their half and put it out on the spot market where everybody's kind of chasing for the same loads. And so, right. You know, 
Okay, well, come to think of it, I probably have asked yeah, you that before. I think we've, I'm sure we've talked about that. You know what, Chris? It's hard to retain all this trucking information yeah. from, you... from my Mazda. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, forgive you if you'll forgive me. Uh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so let's talk uh, profit and loss. Uh, we always like to go over some of the highlights, uh, some interesting things that we want to pull out from this. The one thing I want to ask you is uh, we've had 11 trucks on the road. They're all full, but that's the same number of trucks that we've had in the past. But payroll seems higher than normal. Is that it, do, it was, do my yeah. eyes deceive me? No. It. In fact, if you if you look at October's payroll that only had four Fridays in it, mm. and September's payroll that had five Fridays in it, the payroll was almost the same. <laughs> wow. And and but that's it, it. Makes sense. I mean, we essentially ran. Oh, because we almost ran thirty. Well, it's like twenty five thousand more miles than as september a, yeah yeah so, that, so that's it's because you're paying per mile i mm -hmm. see okay yeah i guess that makes so sense. That, that's the big reason why payroll was was that much higher yeah okay any other highlights that you want to pull out from the profit and loss um before we do let's talk about the one that's the most important oh uh fuel save no it's what what's the most important the profit or loss oh we didn't even do we that. haven't covered that yet yeah oh, you geez. skipped that chris you know what I'm really bad. Are you, at this. Do you need to go take a nap? I so bad, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's right. Am I red? I, I, I forgot. I forgot the thing I was so excited about because I I got the two seventy five number right. and I'm, I got all I'm, excited. I'm here to help you along the way. Okay. Well, good. I'm I'm glad you're here to host this show. Uh, <laughs> all right, Chris. Fine. We'll do profit. Now you're smiling, which makes me think that it wasn't a loss. It wasn't a loss. Okay. Where did we land? Um. $8,781.56, which okay. uh, is, is nowhere where we want to be. Right. I mean, it, and, and to be all honest with you, like I was kind of disappointed when I saw that number. <laughs> yeah. I, I was expecting to be closer to $30,000. Um, but it's, you know, it's one of those things that just makes it okay. We're moving in the right direction. Yeah. I feel like the last couple of months we've done a lot of good things, but we've talked about many a mickle make a muckle. There's uh there's some more mickles to be made. We've yep. got we've got some more work to do. Yeah, just you know, you probably do some uh, field medic training, right, with your National Guard stuff. Yeah. And what's job number one? Job number one: stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding. And then you can worry about healing. Yeah. And so eight grand as a as a profit may not be healing yet, but hopefully we've stopped the bleeding. Yeah. That's the goal anyway. And it, yeah. And I, I think definitely the, the big bleeding, we, you know, we've made a lot of good headway there. Mm. You know, um, I, I feel like, especially in the last six months, but really, it, really in the last three months, we've made some major gains when it comes to our, our direct shipper relationships and, um, what we're getting there. So that, that's really what's made a huge difference. Like if we, you know, you, you look in January, February this year, when we were kind of in the, a similar type of, of profit numbers mm. if we were operating the same today like we were back then like we'd be like losing way more money oh I see. um but because we've done such a good job in the last little while of getting those better paying loads from our our direct shippers it, it's made a difference but with that being said there's there's some things that we need to do differently to kind of get us to that next step so we'll talk about that let's let's in in a minute first let's kind of get to where you wanted to be uh, you know what covering okay. some I, of the stuff on the pnl do i finally get to do 
profit and loss. Okay, well, all right. Well, profit and loss. <laughs> while you're looking that up, by the way, I, I want to remind everybody again, HollandAssetsLLC.com. You can follow along with these numbers. Uh, so and you, uh, show us some love. Like we oh, yeah. give, give us a, give us some reviews, Facebook, um, iTunes, wherever it is you listen to your podcast, give us a review. Love to read those. Um, Just, you know what? It, I don't think forgetting the, the sense on your, uh, the, the revenue, or accidentally moving ahead to the PL. I, I don't think they should ding us for that, Chris. No, they I think uh, yeah. that's that's not worth a star. We off, can't be okay? perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Profit and loss statement. What other uh, highlights do you want to pull out? So we already talked about payroll. You brought that up. That was one thing I want to talk a little bit about. Um, our last work comp audit payment. Right. That, that we talked cost. a little bit about. The makeup cost came out. So that was almost $3,000. Um, then again, we all we also had to pay... Our, our if the payments came out in October. Oh, right. Because that's and, every fall. Yeah. Between Utah, Oregon, New Mexico, Kentucky. I mean, that was a little over 3000 bucks there. Oof. Um, and our, our repairs, again, are, are just, they've been higher than I would like to see. And I, I'm hoping after the last bit of repairs that we did, that that's going to slow down a little bit. A, a big chunk of it was... Uh, truck number two that's our oldest truck it's the right. one that we bought used um, was that the last used yeah truck? it's the last used one so we we sold one already um we still have truck two that's on the road it's got about 600 maybe almost seven hundred thousand miles on it now yeah so I, I don't know if we're gonna have it for too much longer the the driver that's in it really likes it so part of it will will for sure depend on on him as long as he keeps liking it um we'll, we may keep it around but we've put we've put a lot of money into it to try to hopefully you know make it last a little bit longer um and and hopefully those those expenses will slow down a little bit you know i uh want to remind everybody when it comes to repairs used trucks and new trucks i, I just looked it up episode 119 was the episode that we did all about used versus new trucks what's more profitable in the short term in the long run uh, so people can go check that out. Um, if you haven't heard it, if you missed that episode for some reason, or if you're new to the show, check out episode 119. It's actually, I think, extremely valuable, especially to somebody who is looking to get started, you know, with their own first truck. Um, anyway. Yeah, that is, that is that a good episode. Um, uh, one of the other, so e even one of our newer trucks, they still have issues every now and again. Um, truck number seven this is one that's kind of really frustrating to me. Really? So the truck number two last month was about $8,000 worth of repairs. Truck number seven, that's one of the newer ones, you know, not, not even two years old yet, like just over a year actually. Mm. Um, it had a $4,200 repair bill. 3,500 of it was a towing bill. So it was really a $700 repair, but a $3,500 tow because it broke down and a terrible spot thirty five hundred dollars yeah. you must have been out in the middle of nowhere yeah it, it was a long it was a long drive plus the driver had to like the driver got picked up at like one o'clock in the morning it was made made for a fun uh fun adventure wow yeah but it do you know what it was what was oh, oh this is what really ticks me off it was this is a new truck this, this is, is a, a newer one truck, of the freight yeah, liners right one of the freight liners okay so what was it um the way that they had built this truck, a wiring harness got jiggled a little bit and then it rubbed on something and got rubbed through. 
Oh, the wiring. A wiring harness. So it was just a, a rubbing on a wiring harness, cut through some wires and, and, and stop the truck dead in its tracks. So it's one of those things that, you know, we're past a year, so it's no longer under warranty, but, but rubbing like on a wiring harness. Yeah. Just past a year, but rubbing on a wiring harness. I mean, that's something that shouldn't even happen like that's like ever. Yeah. That that's not, that's like a huge major manufacturer's defect. Like they didn't do something right yeah. to make that happen. Um, and, and so we're working with the dealership that we bought the truck from, um, seeing if we can get all or part of that $4,200 we spent covered, covered. Um, and, and so hmm. fingers crossed, we'll see what happens. Well, you know, it's like your grandma always said, Chris, you rub it too much, bad things happen. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Explain to me. Is there a story at the end of the podcast? <laughs> uh, there is not. Now you're turning red. Yeah, yeah, no. Actually, uh, so <laughs> I'm going to steer away from that joke. Uh, and I, I just looked it up on our YouTube channel, actually, Chris, the new versus used truck episode. Yeah. It's it's not even close. It's our most popular episode on YouTube. Good. So, yeah, that's a good one. Anyway, okay. Uh, now that I've uh, now that I've changed the subject successfully, okay. What else do we need to go over? Uh, um, PNL wise, I, I think that's kind of it at this point. <laughs> we can we can jump into the last thing I want to talk. Okay. About. Well, and what is that? So what, what do you got? Alluded to it. Um, you know, we we like I was saying, we've made some really good gains. But there's still work that needs to be done and, and really to kind of get us to the next level. And ultimately, this is what's going to make a trucking company like truly profitable is getting more of our backhauls direct from direct. shippers. So yeah. we're not relying on the stop, the spot market from them. So th that's one of the big things. So like I, I, I've started to, with us working more with direct shippers, one of the other benefits of that is is they have a tendency like their customers a lot of the times are the same. So they end up sending us on similar routes. Like we're finding that our trucks are going to the same cities multiple times a month, um, which is going to make it that much easier for us to go into those cities and say, hey, you know, find three or four people that ship out of there and see if we can kind of do a similar type thing and get uh, get some get some freight out of them. Mm. And so we we're going to start being a little bit more deliberate there trying to get uh, trying to work on those backhauls now now that we've got the the initial haul out of utah working really really well we need to focus our energy on doing the same thing with yeah. our backhauls you know this question might be too big for a financials episode this might be an entire episode by itself but we've talked in the past about how to kind of uh, play the numbers game and develop personal relationships and kind of how to play that sales game when it comes to creating direct shipper relationships. But I'd be really interested to find out some of the nitty gritty nuts and bolts of how you get information, like, you know, which companies to contact, how, where, which companies are exporting to Utah, you know, from these cities or from these states. I'd, I'd be really interested to dig into the kind of almost the economics and uh, yeah. uh, of how this works and how you get your info and, and all that. So uh, like I said, probably too big a question for today, but something to consider. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm, I'm Nate and I are going to be spending a little bit more time, you know, 
developing that and obviously that's one of those things that you know will probably be get, get us some pretty good um things to talk about on the podcast yeah cool all right uh so what is on the docket coming up then for holland assets what do you guys want to concentrate on what what does the future hold the near future just focusing a lot on that and, and a little bit better load analysis or lane analysis so right. like looking at some of these areas that we go into consistency consistently just really deep diving into them. Okay. You know, let, let's use Atlanta, for example. I mean, we go mm, a decent right. amount to the Atlanta area. Um, you know, are, are we, are we going to be able to find those that get us directly back to Utah or is there something else that's going to be better? Like maybe from Utah to Kansas city or from, from, from Atlanta, Georgia yeah. to Kansas city, Kansas city, back to Utah, or right. down to Texas first and then up it. So just really kind of trying to, hone in to where can we get, um, you know, get those good rates, you know, cause you, you, you take, for example, um, I, I just sent a truck down into Florida and, and you know, this going into Florida, like Florida, getting out of Florida is terrible. There, you know, it's a big, it's a big, um, yeah. big state. And you'd think they have more like agriculture and fruit and things than they do. And you'd think they'd, you know, maybe import, you know, through their ports more than they do. But you just don't get as much leaving the state of Florida as you have coming in. And so hmm. it's it's just really hard to get rates out of there. And so you, you have to get a really good rate coming in, but you're probably gonna be getting a dollar thirty, dollar fifty coming gosh. out, which is um, nothing. nothing. It's it's not enough to cover even really your your um fixed all your costs. variable costs, oh, yeah. let alone your fixed costs. Man. I mean, just fuel and, and driver alone, you know, you're typically talking, that's probably pretty close to that $1.30 mark. Come on, Florida. Figure it yeah, out. Figure it out. All right. Uh, Chris, anything else that we want to talk about today before we call it quits? I think that's kind of that's kind of about it. That's all I got. All right. Well, if people will stick around, I'll give you another 25 minutes of your grandmother's recommendations <laughs> for how to live your life. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will uh, see you all next time. All right. Thanks, Craig. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Again, that's twice in a row, Chris. This is no good.